What's up, everybody? This is The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I am Chris. We got producer Josh. Today is a good day to have a good day. Haley the Bear. What up? And last but certainly not least, live and in person in Nashville, Tennessee, Mr. Ryan Bass. I said, hey, what's up? Hello. What's going on, dude? What's going on? Got the UCF hat going. Let's even go. Though, uh, you're in Nashville and... Well, I figured, you know, they take all of my coaches and ADs in Tennessee. So I, I might as well represent, you know. I feel like a part of me is always here. Uh, that That is very, very true, um, which I don't think we even discussed on here. So you wanna, let's just start with sports. Sports! So, um, yeah, I I don't think we ever brought up that they stole all of your yeah, coaches. Yeah, everything. And, like, they just might as well take our university and move it to Knoxville because they just took everything. There's not a whole lot of, like, college football news that has come across that I, I felt like was important to discuss, but because of your connection to the UCF program and the fact that they stole pretty much your entire uh, operation down there and just they moved did, it to Knoxville. The good news is they did not steal our national championship. We still have it. <laughs> Where's that located? In our trophy case. Uh-huh. Is it? Yeah, Dan Levitard show made us a, uh, a trophy, so we uh, we have that in the trophy case. It's uh, it's the undefeated national champions, so uh, can't take that from us. Don't that's, challenge anybody. That's that. I, well, yeah. First of all, that'd be a uh, really good like fraternity sorority prank, but not that I want to put that out of there in the universe. Do can't not do take that. that from us. Do not do that. I can um, I can go make myself a trophy. That's fine for anything. Best we are. Produ- we are best podcast producer. We oh, are in that, that era. Seeing, seeing as what what years we're going to go back to later on in the podcast. Maybe we go back to the years where we don't give trophies to everybody. Oh, <laughs> wow! That's a, That's a social statement. Burn. Yikes! <laughs> um, a, a lot to discuss in sports this week. Um, do you want to let's 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 start here? Um, obviously, anyone that has watched any sort of news over the past week has heard about Tiger. Um, just so incredibly sad, uh, really, really, really bad injuries to his legs. Any times that basically they said this is a really kind of turn that sneaks up on you that he was driving around, uh, one car accident, um, just kind of misjudged how fast he was going, I think, and, and flipped off the side of the road. Uh, and, and anytime that they describe your leg injuries as, as crushed, um, not good. No, it's not good. And Ryan actually the other day showed me a photo that I had not seen. That was kind of a breakdown of of where the breaks in his leg were, and uh, and then not even going to the the other leg, just the the one leg where they had to put insert the rod and and some of the pins. And uh, yeah, just wild. So obviously, you know, a lot of people have been just outpouring support his direction and, and wishing him as best recovery as he can possibly have. And, uh, really, really cool this weekend. A lot of the golfers were red on Sunday. Yeah, that was, that awesome. was awesome. And honor him. I thought that was really an, an awesome gesture. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, you know, that's, that's one of those things that life kind of goes, Hey, nothing's ever promised. And uh, I really do hope he gets better. I, I, I hope he can get all the way back to where he's able to do everything that he was doing before. Um, but that's that's going to be a, a long road of recovery ahead of him for sure. 
Are you familiar with that stretch of road, by the way, Josh? Be, being having having lived in LA, I'm not. <clears throat> I am. Yeah, I had a I had a uh, a customer of mine that I that I worked for that lived right up there in Rancho Palos Verdes, and it's a uh, it's it's a blind turn it, because they had said that there were like 33 accidents on that same stretch of road within the last like two years. So it's it's been common for accidents to happen there because of how winding it is. It's super windy. It's right. It's it's south of Los Angeles. It's kind of tucked against the the cliffs, and it's. It's not the easiest to drive, for sure. For sure. He's lucky to be alive. He's lucky to yeah. be alive. With, the, with how the car flipped, how it crossed another lane of traffic, and it rolled over. They actually said that the inside of the Genesis was still intact, and that basically created like a, a buffer for him to survive this accident. And he was actually tweeting. I don't know if you saw his tweet because he was watching the tournament on Sunday and just yeah. how moved he was to see all the guys, you know, in red and black, the the, the traditional tiger garb on, on Sundays. Yeah, specifically, uh, he tweeted from his account or, or someone helped him tweet from his account. Um, it's hard to explain how touching today was when I turned on the TV and saw all the red shirts. To every golfer and every fan, you're truly helping me to get through this tough time. So... Very, very cool. As a sports fan, like, obviously, we would love to see him come back somehow, even if it's years from now, but more so just to be a dad and, like... Just to be okay. Be okay, be mobile, be able to have a quality of life moving forward. I'll be honest, if my last image images of Tiger is him winning that Masters in 2019 and then him in December on the golf course with his 11-year-old son, Charlie. If those are the last two images I have of Tiger Of him Woods, golfing. Of him golfing. Right. I'm okay with that. I want him to Specify come back. that. Yeah. Of him, <laughs> golfing. Thank you. of him golfing. Of him golfing. Thank you. Yes. Needed to clarify that. Uh, if those are the last two like, like pieces of, of Tiger on the course that I have, I'm okay with that. I hope it's not, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, and then the sports movie fan in me is like, but if he could come back for one more, <laughs> that 2019 masters wasn't good. Enough. I know that doesn't matter right now. Obviously we just yeah, want him to not, be okay. Not but. the important thing at this point, but, um, definitely sending a, a lot of love his way and, uh, hoping he recovers as fast as possible. So, uh, when we get to the NBA, I need to have a little discussion with Ryan last night. Uh, because, uh, what did you take? You took, um, so I had, all right. So, so this I is, love this is Tennessee a and gambling in Tennessee <laughs> for fun purposes yes. and entertainment. So Josh being the NBA guru that you are as well. Yes. It was a little wager on the Kings and Hornets game last oh, week. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. This goes so oh, this well. Goes this really goes well. Oh, it goes well. Really oh, yes. well. So I had a three-team parlay, and the last leg of it was Kings and Hornets. What was the spread? Spread was two and a half is what I had it at. <laughs> we are in the third quarter, and CY and I are sitting there, and he goes, all right, I'm going to be in this with you, but I'm going to go the opposite direction. So oh, the, line, no. the line has shifted. Yeah. So now I take the other side of the bet, which is um, plus five and a half for the Hornets. And at one point after I do that, it goes so far in favor of the Kings. They were up by 12, I think. Yeah. That Ryan's like, I'm just taking my cash out option on this bet. I'm just going to just gonna take it. And which was, in retrospect, a fantastic really thing. Good move. Because it Are comes down. Are you from down, the future? What? Yeah, how did you I, do that? Well, okay. Uh, by the way, 
How me, are you from I the don't future? Know. I, know. I don't know. So we both end up winning this bet is, is basically the deal. And, and it was the craziest ending it, ever. Uh, basically, he got out at the, the peak of their lead. And then they they were still like in the seven-point range. The Kings were all the way up to the end of the game. They mixed six straight free throws. It was, five, I think it was five. Five straight free throws. They, they missed five straight free throws. Including those two technicals by um, uh, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. I, it, like, no way... The Hornets win that game, and they win the game by one. Yep. It, the end of the game was just wild. That Malik Monk uh, layup was Ugh. awesome. <laughs> we were. I've never been that invested in a Sacramento Kings game <laughs> in my entire life, and it wasn't even <laughs> for the the reason of being able to go. Ah, oh, yeah, we both won, which is cool, and like high five. But which we did. Just sitting there watching that happen and knowing how wild the end of an NBA game can be. It's so much fun. I, I I've never been as into the NBA Random and in college Sunday basketball night. as I have been the past two years. <laughs> and that Charlotte team is fun. Oh yeah, they are fun to watch. Did you now preseason? I gave you a little taster. There was some uh, Lamella Ball uh, twelve oh, to one odds nah. for Rookie of the Year. He didn't take I didn't, it. I didn't, but he, he might be. He's gonna. Win. Although. Uh, <laughs> By the way, the the foul that he's talking about, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> At the end of that game, he went up. He was trying to get the ball, but he got De'Aaron Fox's face. Like he hit him hard. So I heard a story last night about your reaction to wagering. So Cy and I are obviously going crazy. Bear, you're you're screaming at the TV usually when there's a little action on it, right? You're well, animated against me. <laughs> She's screaming in anger. If it's Spoiler, going it's your usually, direction, it's usually if you're going in your direction, you're excited. If it's not, you're screaming in anger. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I heard, Josh, that you are in your Zen zone when you have wagers on the line. There's I, no emotion. You're emotionless. You sit there and you wait. You're patient. Is that true? I try to will it to happen. It's not an emotional response. I try to do my homework ahead of time so that in the moment I'm just manifesting. Not me. Not like when the Lakers <laughs> screw me over for the twenty hundredth time. I don't even know why I bother. I gave up this week. Um, speaking of Lakers, they're back. I, they're I, back. well. No, no, no. Hang on. <laughs> they they lost. Uh, was it four straight? And then they won the last two with uh, Schroeder back in the lineup. Yep. Which, by the way, I was saying his name wrong. I've been saying Schroeder for weeks. Schroeder. It's Schroeder. Yeah. I, I heard a couple people pronounce it that way, and I was like, oh no. I've been saying this man's name wrong, but uh, with him back in the lineup, they they are still dangerous. I mean, obviously, to win the title, they need Anthony Davis, but I mean, they're aren't they first in their division after they're, that win? I think I they're I think they're second. I think Utah is still ahead of him. Are you sure? I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Let's, let's check that real fast. The, um, the thing is, 36 year old LeBron, you just have to give him one other person to win games. Now, to win a title, yes, they need AD back. They need a healthy AD because that's a match of hell. But LeBron and role players? Here's my argument, though. In the Western Conference. Schroeder is hang more on. Hey, hey, hang on. In the Western Conference, it goes Lakers, Clippers, Suns, Warriors, Kings. Wait, where's the Jazz? I don't know, but the Lakers are 24 and 11. Did the Jazz lose 10 the Jazz, jazz <laughs> lost to the Heat the other night. Oh, hang on. No, no, no. 
This is really the weird. The Jazz are out of the league. Oh, and they the got Pacific relegated. Division, not not just the Western <laughs> Conference. So in their division, <laughs> yeah, which is what I said. Yeah, they are winning the division. They are winning sure. their division, but the Jazz, the Jazz are three up in the in the Western. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes more sense because I was like, <laughs> we just the, dissolved I, the Jazz. I read. Well, no, I read an article where they were saying if they win last night, they would be first in their division, which is true. Which is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. go ahead. You're talking about Schroeder. I'm sorry, Ryan. I stepped all over that. Yeah, no. He, Schroeder is more important to this construct of the Lakers team than AD is with LeBron. They just need someone who can move the ball, get his own shot, do some stuff. That's it. Who could play defense yeah. and is versatile. And Not that AD is not important. Obviously, he is. And we saw that in the finals last year because he basically carried them to a title over the heat. But the way that this team is built... Dennis Schroeder, 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 Dennis Schroeder is more important to the Lakers than AD is, the way this team is built. You no. Lie, you lie. <laughs> no, why do you do this? You are, <laughs> this is so infuriating. No, he is not. That is a categorically wrong statement. However, currently to win games while AD is sitting for another three weeks, yes, he is the most, the second most important person. I so, just wanted to see if I can get you riled up more than, oh your, my God. More than your wagering. Please don't, please don't do that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so who do we think can legitimately contend? I mean, obviously, Jazz, Lakers, Nets, Sixers, because that's the top of both the conferences right now. And and honestly, those teams look like they can contend and they could they could win it all. But can the Sixers contend? We, man, we talk about I, this look, every year. Like they we usually, do talk about this every year, but usually this late, in a in a number of games, they're not sitting number one in the East. Have you watched any Sixers? I games? have. They're much better than they were in previous years. They're it's, really good. It's astonishing. It's astonishing. And they're Doc Rivers better. has made a really big difference with that team. They have our dude Seth Curry killing it. Joel Embiid <laughs> is Seth the piece that everyone needs, and it just secretly flies under the radar because. This year, without Seth Curry, the Mavericks are sitting in ninth. Yep. And they're, so and they're is conference. Seth Curry more important to the Sixers oh than Joel Embiid is? <laughs> oh because gosh. if you look at it, I mean, look, they're number one in the East with Seth Curry. I'm, I'm going to go to you for the analysis on this, Josh. <laughs> Who else? Like, give me, give me one team from each conference outside of those top four. I mean, I think it's the Clippers in the West for sure. Um, you. We don't know which version of uh, Paul George we get, so playoff P or... Well, last night, they it was the first time that two starters have combined for like 0 of 9 shooting in the fourth. And it was all Kawhi and Paul George. They were, they were the only ones that took shots. Yeah. Not good. It was bad. Not good. But I still think they're a good team. I still think they're going to be in the mix for at least the Western Conference. Um, in the East... Do it. I, do it. No. Do it. No. Do it. I don't... Do I it. honestly don't think... I don't think there's any other team besides those two. Whoa, really? I don't. I you're, don't you're not going to take the team with the longest win streak in the NBA right now in the Miami Heat? No, I will not do that at all. <laughs> all right, I'm going to say something that will surprise you, and, and it's predicated upon, forgive my ignorance, could they still add a piece to a team at this point? Yeah, the tra- trade deadline still. Yeah. If the Knicks get a three-point shooter. I like this Knicks team. Dude, I, their defense is so Please good. Don't. Please don't. Dude, their defense is so good. They're it fourth is in so the East good. right now. They are fourth in the East. They, they are, are above your Miami Heat. Yes, they I, are. I, actually, if the season ended today, it'd be a first-round matchup between the Heat and the Knicks, and I would sign up for that all day. They're, they're I'm not sure you want 90s. that smoke, bro. You, a week ago, you were saying how bad they suck. 
<laughs> like, I think we have a difference exact- a week makes, baby, when you win six straight games. Here it's we go. Like, again, to the gonna, finals. You're going to blow an ACL jumping bandwagon to bandwagon. Honestly, <laughs> such skill. What I will give How the dare Mi- you call me out like that. What I will give the <laughs> Miami Heat for. and what I think is the coolest thing I've heard in a long time. Jimmy Butler was supposed to replace KD in the All-Star game. But because Bam Adebayo got snubbed, Jimmy Butler said, nah, I'm good. And turned down the the invitation. Hmm. That's heat culture right there. That's cool. That is cool. I love that. Jimmy Butler, good teammate. Big face coffee, good teammate. Mm-hmm. Soon uh, to be NBA champion. NFL, pretty much the only thing that I think anybody is really freaking out on right now, outside of quarterback carousel, is where does J.J. Watt end up? Any predictions? I know we've talked about it already, but... I actually heard some smoke about Chicago being a legitimate destination for, for J.J. Watt. Uh, Russell Wilson said that's one of the spots he'd go to. Well, all the Can news right there Can you imagine right if the Bears is... added Russ and J.J. this offseason? Okay. Don't oh. give any slight chance of hope because it's just going to be slashed. That's what happens around the Bears. Hope, hopes and dreams go there to die. <laughs> I, you know what? If when in I Chili Soldier Field, here's where hopes and dreams go to die. What's weird is all I saw on ESPN this morning is them talking about the Cowboys linked to Russ. But when I type in his name, the very top story in the Wall Street Journal is Russell Wilson, Chicago Bear? Question mark. I know it's 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 a it's a pretty pretty image to look at until it doesn't happen. By the way, can I ask what this? do you guys have to get rid of though to get Russell Wilson? Is my question. I send Mac. <laughs> You want to give up Whoa. Whoa. the like top Whoa. three defensive player in the league? He has he hasn't done that much in the last couple years. The rookie has done more. Whew. Wow! I mean, at that point, Bears ready I'd to make we a need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Yeah, well, so then I would send Mac to like Miami for their yeah, let's for go. their pick and go draft a quarterback or something. Like, don't Mm-mm, give me Russell. Wow. wow! Can I ask this though? Are we? tired yet of the quarterback mentality of I'm not happy I'm just going to make a stink and you need to trade me to XYZ team because I feel like we're seeing that a lot lately we see that in every sport though it, it, so, it's okay, prob- right, more me- prevalent in basketball than it is in football but we're starting to see it more from quarterbacks now I feel like more than ever no let me play devil's advocate then because there's there's two that really won out this year one of them being uh, Deshaun Watson, who I understand from the angle of the team of, you know, guys going, well, I wasn't involved in the coaching search and I wanted to help pick the coach and, and I'm upset about it because at the end of the day, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like them having to, some input and at least being able to say, hey, this is the guy I like if this is going to sway you one way or another, but they're not picking the coach just for the quarterback, Right. Uh, that I think is. I mean, with your twenty-six-year-old franchise quarterback that's yeah, but, led the league in passing but, yards, and but he's an ACL tear away from being. Then, oh, okay. Then what? Why did we do this? So uh, th- that one argument, I sort of understand. Although I'm still somewhere in the middle, I still think they should have input if they are the the head of your team and the captain of your team and, and a very important part of it. That being said, when you do stuff like continually trade away pieces for nothing. Oh, or, yeah, they've been terrible. Texas or been just terrible. mismanaging entirely how you're running the team from the top down and not giving him a chance to be in a position 
to win. I understand why he's upset. I can understand why he would want out. Like you, you can't get rid of Hopkins for a second rounder. No, no. And David Johnson, who barely played. It, well, yeah. No offense to David Johnson, but like a wide receiver one is not worth a running back one, much less a RB two. Right. It just doesn't balance. That doesn't make any sense. I just I feel like and also, LeBron has led on, this pay, pl- player on, empowerment. Hang on, and now hang it's on. bleeding over to the NFL. Ryan, hang on. Russell Wilson, do you remember how bad their offensive line was last year? Terrible. But maybe if he didn't hog all the money, they'd have money to sign some offensive linemen and hog actually keep all the money. Yes. Wow. He's, he's dem- been a key part of their team, though. He demanded that he be the highest player on that team. He got it, and that's why that Legion of Boom defense had to break up. That's why they have nobody to put around him to block for him. And now he's like, oh, I've got no help. I want out of here. I, I disagree because you can't. You might be able to say one or the other. Him being the highest paid player on the team does not equal the entire rest of his team not being good. Aaron Rodgers, highest paid person. Pat Mahomes, highest paid person. This is just how the league is. I, I get it. It's a quarterback league, and they're the ones that get paid. That's especially in a salary cap, salary cap structured sport. Just with that being said, I just find it hypocritical that you suck up all the money. There's nothing else for anybody else, and then now you're complaining that there's not enough pieces around you to win. Okay. Well, um, I think I know where your brain is going because that leads to an easy Tom Brady argument, but. You know outside I despise that, Tom Brady outside of just seeing him lead the city that I currently <laughs> live in to a championship. Out, outside of that, I'll say this. Who else is, like, demanding out of their team? Well, those two come to mind, but, I mean, think of the negotiations. I mean, wasn't wasn't there some heat between Dak and the Cowboys recently about contract? I mean, he wants to get paid. Dak wants to get paid. That's a completely different thing than demanding out of the city that you're in. He hasn't done that. He just wants to get paid, and I don't blame him. And he says he's wanted to stay with the Cowboys. Now, I I say that with the entire caveat of I've met that dude. Uh, I really like who he is. I think you see the fall off between him and Andy Dalton, and you realize that the Cowboys really need him, especially in a very, very winnable East. Red Rocket. We need him. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I'm trying we'll to see. think. Uh, let me get back to you on the quarterbacks that are demanding trades. I got to think about it. <laughs> that was your argument. That you I brought know. Up. You brought this up. <laughs> I want to argue this thing, but let me think about it. Yeah, but I, I, we'll talk about it later. Uh, college basketball. When do we... I know we said it's this March. last week. It's March. I, I know. We we will have... Hold on. I put it on the calendar. Okay. Because <laughs> I want to get these. The 15th is the, the, 15th. Super, is the super bracket. That's right after Selection Sunday Sunday. is the 14th? Yeah, Selection Sunday is the 14th. So we got one more week. Draw your conclusions about what you think. And still going with Michigan to win it all. To win it all. To win it all. Let's go. Gonzaga, dude. They're so good. Gonzaga's really good. I watched one game and I was like, oh. Dude, did you see the game the other day? They like spotted them 20 points and then came back and beat them by like 30. No, they were. I remember I was talking about them crapping the bed in that game and then they came back. And and they won by like 30. (laughs) Bear, you you got a pick for your. It's literally Early. a crapshoot for me. I haven't been able to pay attention to college basketball Florida Gators. at all. Huh? Florida Gators. No, uh, no, and actually I had an argument with someone the other day, and they're like, FSU's going all the way. And FSU's pretty like, good this year. FSU's good. I was like, mm, maybe. <laughs> FSU's good. They are. We'll see. I don't Michigan. know. It's going to be a crapshoot for go me. Blue. So. All right. Well, uh, just keep an eye out. We will be posting those so everyone can see it and... 
either follow along or laugh hysterically at us when our brackets suck. So uh, <laughs> it's probably going to be the latter. Should I just pick team colors and just leave it at that inside of a bracket like that? I feel like that's the best way to go. Maybe. All right. <laughs> I, Which mascot I like best? Yeah, that yeah. one works. I, I've seen it work. I've seen it work a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> never forget like a couple years ago when I was like, yeah, I'm just going to bet on MTSU against Michigan State, and they beat them. Yep. And everybody was like, how in God's name did you pick that? I was like, not by using my brain. I just went. But with MTSU, all the hell yeah. <laughs> Although, MTSU usually gets out of at least the first round. They do. Almost every year. They look good. They UMBC look good. and MTSU, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to music. Music. Guys, I did not lie to you this week. It finally happened. We have filmed the video. Hey, how was it? Finally. Uh, it was very, it was a very long day, which is not surprising. You know, video shoots are one of those things where like, look, it's going to take eight hours and it takes like 14, Yep. which is about what this one took. <laughs> um, 14 hours. It, it has multiple oh, yeah. different locations. And it, to be honest, it, it took about 12 and a half from start of day to the end of everything. But that was like moving locations and, and shooting in multiple different places. Um, I, I was driving around for part of this video that, that may not even be like a huge section of the video of footage of me, but we had to get the angle of me and then the angle of Kane. And we didn't have the streets where we were shut down. So I had this thing sticking like a foot off the car with like tennis balls on it. So people could see it. And I'm like trying to drive perfectly in small lanes of traffic in a car that's not mine. Was that also, did you have to sing while you were doing that or is it just a oh, static yeah. shot? Oh yeah, I'm like singing and trying not to look like I'm like freaking out. You yeah. don't want to hit stuff. Yeah. So uh, I didn't, but that was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was really, really fun. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped about the video concept. It's kind of, you know, me and Kane going around and seeing uh, multiple friends of ours kind of around the town square area where we're at. And then, you know, there's us singing in the car, but the, the main performance is actually on a uh, rooftop overlooking the skyline of Nashville at night. And it's really cool. Do you see some of the, the footage and it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, now really that it's cool. filmed, how long till we get it? <laughs> Bear with the important questions. It's like, you can't, you can't wait. <laughs> Can we get it edited correctly? <laughs> no. It's like, nah, it just put it, it out raw I footage. Like it just go. Been out yesterday, no? Shot with iPhone? What? <laughs> Shot on iPhone. Hey, <laughs> I've seen that work before. But no, I, I think it's, uh, it, it shouldn't be too long. Um, I know that's something that they're wanting to get out there ASAP. Um, it's in the, uh, in the 20s and, uh, Streams are up like 30% this week or something like that. It's, it's doing really, really well. Um, past 4 billion streams this past week. Jeez. Uh, which is cool. Um, we got to get to like, 100 billion, don't we? <laughs> 100 I billion. I feel like 2 billion was not that long ago. It wasn't. It wasn't, man. We're on our way to 100 billion, baby. Come on. That way we get the album. Let's go, Quad Pod Squad. Let's try to get to the album before that, yeah. actually. Let's. <laughs> Uh, I, I got some mixes in the inbox today uh, from some of the stuff me and Krista Stefano are doing. And uh, I, I think I'm putting 
the Rescue Me song on the album as well because everybody keeps talking about that. I cool. told you that that's a must, and so you better put it on the album. Just saying. <laughs> boss She's like, says she I will go Sony over Na- to Sony Nashville and be. <laughs> Hi, Bear uh, said. To actually, do this. if you have her go over to Sony Nashville, they might actually do it. <laughs> They're like, uh, this. There's a scary lady in the lobby, and uh, She's no, kind I, of roaring like a bear. We don't know. She's demanding that songs be <laughs> on your album. We're scared. Can you come rescue us from her, please? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, only if you put the song Rescue Me. No. It, I, I'm I mean, just, how many songs is this now? This is... It's just the, the uh, it's a triple album now, right? The, the last time... No, no, it's a double album. But the last time I looked, it was 22 or 23. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's going to be good. All right, so Bear wants to know when the video's out. It is yeah. officially March 1st when we're <laughs> recording this show. Are we looking at April 1st? Oh, good God. No, no, no. It won't take that May long. May 1st? Or, no, no, for the album. Oh. First stop, the label to get Rescue Me on the um, album. Next stop to the editors of the video and say, get this video on now. I love that she's doing that completely reversed. Yeah, she's like, hey, the thing husband. that I'm not going to have, let's get that done first. <laughs> uh, I, I actually have a date, and I'll tell you guys about it off air. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't want to put that out ladies there. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call it. <laughs> we call that a team. I, I, I don't want to put that out there yet. Um, but I will go to all you guys and and make a lap round on what are you listening to, um, and I'll go ahead and start because I was just randomly on on shuffle going through my phone, and I was like, I have no idea what's going to pop up next. And I ended up on Suit and Tie by Justin Timberlake. Ooh, a classic. It's just so good. It's just so good. And I'd forgotten how much I liked it. It's one of those songs, too, that, like, in the moment you go, oh, gosh, I love this. And then, like, four hours later, you're still singing it. It's still on mm-hmm. repeat in the yeah, car. I'm like singing it in later. my head right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. You're, like, making breakfast this morning. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Josh is going to get a suit today. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Ry? What do you got? So, new song from our buddy Matt Ferranti, Leave Me at the Bar, just yeah. uh, just popped out. Latest single. It is awesome. It's a great tune. Um, I don't know if eclectic is the right word. This is uh, my ignorance in the music business coming out. But it's it's got a different sort of undertone to it. I really like it. So, Leave Me at the Bar by Matt Ferranti. A little bit of a different sound for him. Yes. Very, very cool, though. Uh, he had played me that a while back. Actually, mm-hmm. a buddy of mine said he his voice sounds like the country version of John Mayer, which I okay. was kind of drawing the comparison. I'm like, huh, that's that's not that far off. Okay. Interesting. More of, a pian- more of a piano player, but, you know. Yeah. I always kind of, I mean, he has such like a boy band thing and the, the underneath of like everything that he does, which I love. Kind of, he has like kind of an undercurrent of like he definitely listened to, like early two thousands. Yeah, boy band. Oh yeah, him and I we talk about it all the time. That's great. Um, yeah. Mine friend of the pod. I've talked about her before on some other songs, but my friend Charlotte Sands. Yeah, just dropped a new song and EP called Special. The song is called Special. It is for anyone that loves, like, Riot era Paramore. Oh, it's that kind of song. All right. It is a jam sandwich. I love it so much. Jam it's a jam sandwich. Jam sandwich. Trying to make jam sandwiches. Do you sandwich put jams happen. on sandwiches? You, you need a sounder for that. Yeah. Jam sandwich. Jam sandwich. Do you put jam on a sandwich, though? I'm, I'm really curious. What? You, you can. Yeah. Jelly, jam, yeah. peanut butter. On a sandwich, though? Butter. What are you putting it with? 
peanut butter? Peanut butter. Peanut butter? Okay. Well, that's the only sound. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Was that confusing for you? I, jam sandwich. Um, well, I guess you could just have a jam sandwich if you don't have peanut butter. It'd be delicious. I mean, would you put that on like a bologna sandwich? Put some jam on there? No, no one oh. would do that. Why would Like almost one in the morning, and I ordered room service, and I ordered a cheese sandwich that said it came uh, with cheese and pickle, and I was like, "That sounds great." And instead, I got something that was almost jam because it was pickled chutney and oh. like pimento cheese. That must have been fantastic. I did not eat it. No. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a no for me, I, dog. I, I, I looked at it and I was like, "Well, I guess I'll just have the chips this comes with." <laughs> What an expensive bag of chips this was. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I like pimento cheese. What do you got, Bear? Uh, Someone else that I've actually talked about before. I just knocked my stand because it's what I'm good at. Um, Anyways. (laughs) Uh, And I've been down the R&B and Soul Train again and listening to hers album. And I actually. Soul Train. (laughs) We got another sounder today. Do you get, do you know what that is? Yes. Did you watch Soul Train back in the day? Back or like reruns? Day. Yes. Um, anyways, <laughs> moving on. I'm sorry. Uh, I listened to her old album from 2019, and I actually heard, it's, it, have you, you know when you listen to a song, but you never actually hear it until you pay attention? So there's a song called Against Me on there, and the last minute and 45 seconds is her just like speaking, and it's like poetically R&B speaking, and it's I actually listened to it, and I was like, oh, this really hits. It hits nice. Like it was really good. It's like and, a spoken word poem. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she's just she sang her song, who's, and who's she, she was. Who is she? You haven't said who it is. Her. Oh, her. You know her. <laughs> is that like the who? 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 No, who? it's her. H e r. I did say her name. You just weren't paying attention because I said her. What's the title of the song? Against me. Okay. Yeah, I really missed that one. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, who's her? who is but she? Who is her? <laughs> who is she? I feel it's like her. this is like someone you're stuck on lately because I that's am. like the third or fourth song. I am. And I got really excited because she sang at the Super Bowl. She opened at the Super Bowl. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I just, who, I just loved her? Her? her. Sure. Oh, no. My favorite part of uh, like walking into the Super Bowl was Bear going. Did we ever talk about this? I don't think on so. The pod is, is Bear going, ah, that girl sounds a lot like Miley Cyrus. And I'm like, that is <laughs> that Miley, is Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Someone's covering Party in the USA. It's like, yeah, it's Miley. That's, that's Miley. I didn't know she was performing. She was doing that on TikTok. I didn't know she was performing, my bad. No, it was just really funny because I was like, that that is. It's, we're at the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is like, I think that guy looks like 2 chains. It's like, yeah, that's 2 chains. That's him. There he is. That is 2 chains. Walk, flock of flame, is that you? It's like, yeah. Yeah, sure is. I'm here. All right. Um, hopefully, I will have updates for you guys shortly on some of those music dates because they, they are starting to get locked in, which is really fun. And uh, I, I, I know that. I'm so excited. Oh, man. I'm just ready for people to have it and at least know when they can get it, you know? Start getting some pre-orders and stuff out there. It would be fantastic. You know, little releases of individual songs. No, no. We've already done, like... Here's the thing that's really weird. The reason that I'm going with that many songs is because if you really think about it, Raised on Country, Drowning, Famous Friends. Town Ain't Big Enough. Town Ain't Big Enough with Lauren. If They Ain't God, 
have all been out there where people can get them. That's five. <laughs> can we get six? Number six. Well, here's the thing. If you keep releasing individual singles, they don't count as a new project after a certain point. You have to have a certain amount of your music that is unreleased prior to the album dropping. Well, seeing as you've got 22 songs, what was my math on that? Find out by 22. Yeah, but that's 17. That's, okay. that's the thing. <laughs> got to be careful about Thanks, that. Josh. But, it, I mean, dude, it's that's a lot of music that's out there that's on this project that I know people have been waiting on. So, trust me, I do hear you. I promise. It's coming. It is. Unless we, we say it like every week. That was kind of like before we get the... Uh, the Instagram back. It's like, I swear to God, it's we're gone. working on it's it. Back. Don't worry about it's it. Back. It'll be back soon. <laughs> hey, how did that last poll go, by the way? <clears throat> um, Snickers and Hershey's made it to the final, and then I forgot to put up the final. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's gonna, why I asked. We're yeah. just going to assume that Snickers won because uh-huh. it was a landslide. So wait a minute. <laughs> Let me guess. Is Snickers claiming a championship? I don't know. Is UCF? <laughs> well, Snickers and Hershey are both undefeated, technically, yeah. so... Champions! <laughs> Co-champions, baby. Oh, my God. Let's go to the movie. Movies. I wasn't going to say anything, but it was too good. That's I great. couldn't pass that up. Yep. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part one and two. Did we all watch it? Did everybody watch this? You didn't, you didn't watch it? I, I didn't. Too busy with work. Time. You've read the books, though. No. Have you ever I seen the movies? I thought you read those two books. So I started to watch... I needed to go back a couple movies because I've seen the first three or four of them a million times, but the the last ones I've I've briefly like I watched, but I don't really remember what happened in the movie. So I started at Order of the Phoenix. I started watching it and then I fell asleep and <laughs> I couldn't continue on <laughs> to All finish right, so the you movies. Have, have you ever seen Deathly Hallows Part One? And two? No, which is why so we have, decided so to have, do it. Yeah, oh, so you, you have no idea how this ends. So we're gonna ruin this for you. It's fine. Hit the button. Yeah. Time for some spoilers. Okay. It, really, this is the entire reason we did this is just because. First of all, you need to watch these movies. I'm going to, okay. but I have to start back a little bit to be reminded. It's been probably ten years since I've watched any of them. I'd say I watched them like every year. Um, yeah. They are going to when go it gets around like Christmas time. It, it gets regular rotation because there's something about the fact that they make a point of Christmas time and just, about well, it's also, and, don't they do marathons around Christmas too? Like anytime you turn on like TBS, they really, it's they like really a, do. Uh, I think, um, it was either TBS or TNT. One of those stations that they did it like every year. Um, and then now I think it's on all of them around Peacock. That sounds right. You can go find it. So, uh, I just want to know what you thought, man. I've been so pumped because you've never seen any of these and you marathoned all the way through and you finally watched these last two movies. What did you think? How did you feel? Talk to me. Are you tired? Talk to me, Goose. Am I tired? Yeah, marathoning through Harry Potter. I mean, I, I broke it up. I, I didn't do more than one in an evening, but I just did a lot of evenings in a row because there's eight <laughs> movies. Um. I loved them. It was yes! great. It was great. Yes. I, I loved that. I loved the progression of the movies. I loved that it started childlike and whimsical. And by the last one, it's like dark and heavy and filled with dark magic and all sorts of things. Um, yeah. yeah I, I'm not sad that I didn't watch them in real time. 
I don't think that I would have enjoyed it as much waiting a couple years in between movies. I don't know that I would have been caught up with it. So you think the because same way? you watched it in progression in a short in a amount week. of time that it made it more enjoyable for you as opposed to spreading it out? I, to me, I felt much more uh, vindicated in that. Okay, now let me ask you a question. Is that sort of the binge culture with which we have become associated when it comes to consuming media, especially when it's TV, movies, etc., because of all the streaming services, and normally that's how things drop. I think that's part of it. I think it's we're definitely conditioned to consume stuff that way. Um, I think when it's that many movies, like I don't feel that way about like the Nolan Batman movies. I was happy that those were spread out, but there's only three of them. Right. Eight movies is like... It's a lot. It's a lot. We watched them go from like being tiny little kids to like being old people, you know, like and a fully lot of, formed I mean, humans. That's part of why people were so attached to those is because there was the history of kids growing up with the books. And then there was those kids and a different set of kids that grew up with the movies. Because the first book is 96. Uh-huh. That's when I like started playing guitar for the first time. You know, <laughs> yeah. like that's. We're going way back. But I remember right now. reading. I remember being oh, 96 would have been what elementary school, elementary school, reading those books like at lunch, like sitting down and reading the Sorcerer's Stone at lunch. Like I, I'll never forget those. See? Um, Let me ask you this. Go ahead. I want to make sure I'm understanding. Okay. The ending. Time for <laughs> Sorry, Bear. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's really okay. I've, I've heard plenty of it. So I had, I had kind of like picked up that Harry was the seventh Horcrux. I, I, I had figured that out. Right. At er, what point did you figure that out though? Well, the whole connection between them and the fact that the, well, it was the, why did he survive? And I was like, Oh, right. I bet once they under, once they, cause in the books, I think they talk about the Horcruxes earlier than they, they do, do in the movies. They do, yeah. But once the idea of the Horcrux kind of came in, I was like, Oh, I bet. That's how this works. That's right? why. Yeah. And so going into it, I was like, oh, Harry has to die. That's how this ends. Because I didn't actually know. Somehow I had avoided the spoiler of how all of this ended. I had no idea. So if you're listening to this podcast and you've waited this long, you didn't avoid it. There you it didn't is. avoid it. Sorry. <laughs> Here we are. Thanks for listening. You killed Harry? Um, <laughs> monster. So when they're talking about, uh, what was the exact verbiage? The wizard of death? Is that, was that the so official name of they're it? They're talking about, are you talking about the story of the three brothers where they're. Well, so there's the three items. There's the, right. the so resurrection that, that stone. Is, that is technically the figure of death. That's, the figure of they're, death. They're talking about, so the story of the three brothers is basically how they get the Deathly Hallows, which is the three items. It's the Elder Wand. That's the one. I'm nerding out hard. Yeah, Sorry, Elder guys. Wand. The, the invis- Elder Wand. Invisibility cloak. The, the cloak of invisibility. And then the resurrection stone. And basically, they're trying to cross a body of water. They all take their wands out. They conjure a bridge. Death's mad because he feels like he was cheated because so many people have fallen into this river and they he's gotten to take them. So he says he'll give all of them whatever they wish for, one item. And so the oldest brother asks for a wand that can defeat any other wand. Um, the middle brother, thinking to make fun of death a little bit more, asks for the resurrection stone where he can bring people back to life. And then the older, the, the youngest brother sensing like a trap goes, I want a cloak that I can walk where even death can't see me. And so the first brother ends up getting, you know, people fight 
everyone that has the wand and if they defeat the other person they take the wand for their own and so like he has that wand for maybe you know a split second in this fable right uh the middle brother the resurrection stone brings people back but not really and then he ends up like losing to death because he despairs because he actually can't physically touch the people that are there um and then the youngest brother lives a long healthy happy life meets death as a friend at the end. And that's kind of the, the fable that they create around these three items that are in the books and the movies. But if you, if you have all three items, you become you're the master of, you're death, the master supposedly. of death. And so I was like tracking, okay, the stones in the snitch, he already has the cloak. And then who it's not who kills the person with the wand. It's who disarms the person with the wand. The wand becomes who defeats them. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. So he becomes this person of death. So when he dies, he can choose to go back. Correct. That's, that's me following this correctly. That is a very far the, leap, but that is one that I is see discussed. Where you're drawing that, where that the, the bridge is being, drawn that is there. one that is discussed. Yes. Okay. A lot. Um, I, you actually want to step further than what most people say when they start breaking down this movie, because they're basically saying the part of him that dies when that, that curse hits him is actually, the Horcrux. The Horcrux. So, so he, he has the decision to either pass on or go back. Totally, either one. Totally yeah. one. That makes sense as well. Yeah. And okay. then at the end, you get why the wand doesn't work on Correct. Him. Correct. Um, Did you like Angry Ron Weasley? <clears throat> Angry Ron was awesome. I don't know. Um, you I, liked Angry Ron? I, I, I loved Ron's like innocent character throughout. Yeah, I just, <laughs> the Ron reminds me of relief. like, yeah, reminds me of like best friend from back in high school, you know, just derpy and doopy and then he becomes angry and hateful. And I so, like couple notes. Number one, uh, my grandparents wanted to name me Neville what? and my parents talked them out of it. What? So, the fact that Neville kind of saves, saves the day at the end, I felt, felt a little vindicated. That was cool. Yeah, I was supposed to be named Neville. Wow. Like, really? Yeah. Interesting. Neville, okay, Neville that, Gleave right. has a nice ring So to that was my grand... Is that a family name? Yeah. My grandmother's uh, maiden name, Vera right. Neville. So it was going to be Neville Neville, Ar- Neville Arthur Gleave. <laughs> I like Medieval. that. Medieval. very That's Arthurian as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. So Neville, like, being a G at the end, we loved that. You liked it. Number two, Severus Snape, ultimate friend zone. Ultimate friend zone by Lily. Ultimate. They look like they were they were best friends and so in love, and then she just leaves for Mister Potter. Yeah, that's kind of oh, that yeah. breaks my heart. It hurts. It really is ultimate friend zone. Yeah, it Snape, hurts. Snape got ultimate friend zone. Yeah. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Ouch. I'd like to say he started wearing black after that, but you see that he was wearing it before that, so he didn't go like full emo. He just Alan Rickman. Also, the last piece. I loved these movies. They were great. Yeah. So. Time for When Dumbledore is falling after he's being killed by by Snape. Mm -hmm. Looked a lot like Hans Gruber falling. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that's where you're going. I really, I was like, huh. Falling off Nakatobi Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just shades of that <laughs> happening. Sounds like a great movie. <laughs> they're they're long, the last two, but they are fantastic. It was very enjoyable. I am glad that I've seen them as an adult. Do you 
Did it tap into like? By the a, way, did you love them? I loved them. I loved okay. all of them, and I loved the like. Bear was bringing up the park. Like I loved going to Harry Potter World. Like that tapped into my childhood. Like drinking the butter beer and riding the Hogwarts train, which was the coolest thing. Like that tapped into my elementary school kid reading the books at lunch. The castle's the coolest. The castle's awesome. Mm-hmm. But did you get that sense? Like, did you tap into your inner child there? Like. Would you have felt like you would have had a wand when you were younger? Because I did. I really wish spell. people could see what you're doing right now. <laughs> when Guardian Leviosa, you yeah. know. I, I don't think that that would have happened regardless of what year I... I Like you wouldn't have dressed up in Hogwarts garb. And, and done the, the wand? What the do the, when Guardian Leviosa! <laughs> no? Hey, look up. <laughs> I just started filming him. We're going to have to post that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I don't think that that would have been my takeaway um i did see a harry potter exhibit on the warner brothers lot in los angeles so i saw like yes there is a lot there of is. the um you could you could there's sorting costumes. hats there and everything yeah, there's too. costumes i saw like the i saw dobby dobby was in there um so some of that makes more sense now <laughs> you're like oh seen, that's what that was yeah i was yeah. looking around being like that seems weird like the goblin was in there I was oh like, wait so oh. you've been there before and didn't oh okay i hadn't I see. seen the movies oh, okay. yeah i just went in i was like well, well that's that definitely is jarring when you walk into that and you're like why is there dobby little elf what thing? is all this what, stuff what yeah well okay i'm glad that you finally watched all these i'm glad that you enjoyed it glad that you liked it sorry you didn't see it bear <laughs> You're a Harry um, Potter fan, though. You grew up loving Harry Potter. I did. I said that before. I just never made it to the ending movies. Like, and the I didn't read them as books because I was so into the Lemony Snicket series when I was growing up. So that's what I read all growing up, and I just watched the movies, and then I never finished them. All right. Did you ever watch that movie? Mm-hmm. It was really good. I wish they continued it. Yeah, I never, I never mm-hmm. watched that. I never got into those. So well, that's... I was obsessed with them. See, I was really big into Lord of the Rings, real big. Which is why you sent us that meme, which was actually really funny. Oh, dude, I was really into Lord of the Rings as well. And uh, also, so you, you ought to post that later of the, the similarities between Lord of the Rings and and Harry Potter. But what's really funny is while I was discussing this with Rack after you sent that text message, I was like, you know, what's really funny is there's actually a, uh, a TikTok that went a little bit viral that was this guy doing stand-up comedy at, uh, I think he was at Dry Bar. He's doing it, and he's like, "Oh, you've never, you've never heard, never heard about this movie before." It's like, look, that is Star Wars with crappy lightsabers. <laughs> he goes, "Let me tell you why." And he goes, "This abandoned orphan boy is taken in by his aunt and uncle, goes to live with them. And an old man, who's the one that dropped him off with his uncle originally, tells him he's got to take him away and starts teaching him about this older, powerful thing of magic." And he goes, "The uncle hates this idea and is really, really against it." But later on, there's going to be an even older wizard who seems to be high all the time. This teaches him more about magic. He's talking about Yoda and Dumbledore. Yeah. Like they, he starts drawing all these parallels, and uh, it's it's really interesting because you can do that with a lot of those movies that all kind of have some of the same touchstone moments at the center of them. Oh, without yeah. like spinning out and and by the way, I do not think that is the case. I do not think that she patterned it after any no. of those specifically. But let, wait, you brought up Lord of the Rings. That how much earlier did that come out than Harry? Oh Potter? my God! Like, <laughs> like yeah, is, a long is time that ago. a big generational gap between on not, the, the books or the movies? The regardless, books are a the long books are a long time. time but the movies older. came out comparable nineties, right? No, no, I think no early two thousands. Yeah, same time. 
Yeah, but I don't I don't think those had anything to do with Because I'm wondering if that's a generational gap. If you're a Lord of the Rings person or a Harry Potter person, if that is a long generational line. I don't know. Because, like, Bear and I, I mean, I was never really into Lord of the Rings. Were you? Mm-mm. Like, I, I was see really those, those yeah. movies were everything. Like, I never really got into I've never Lord seen of the Rings. Them. Like, own all of the extended versions on Blu-ray kind of thing. Again, I feel like I've out-nerded myself even more so than I've ever done on a podcast before, but... I, I did my senior thesis paper on Return of the King. And she was like, my, that explains everything. My advanced honors professor was like, make it good or I fail you. You're like, I'll make I mean, it great. It was really good. <laughs> but I was like, I got to do it on something so that you, I thought was cool. You passed. Did you speak in Elvish? Did you learn Elvish for the presentation? <laughs> no, I didn't go all the way there. Okay. We're, uh, <laughs> we've been talking about this for a very, very long time. But again, really glad that we got to do it. Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the hot tank. What do we want to do for next week? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We probably should figure that out. <clears throat> I'm gonna go see Tom and Jerry this week. <laughs> Is that generational gap too? Because I loved Tom and Jerry when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know how this one's gonna be, but I have to see it. So I'm hmm, gonna go hmm, see it. Hmm. Hmm. Should we do? a 2000s movie or should we go a little more retro than that maybe we should do it depending on the hot take coming up here i mean is there anything new out uh tom and jerry i'm going to actually see it this week so why not (laughs) uh field trip let's go I have mixed feelings about this one based off the trailer, but hell, I'll I'll go do it. I just so I, you're not a Tom and Jerry fan. No, I am a Tom and Jerry fan. No, but that's it's, the it's, problem. It's mixed live action. It's like almost a little uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. vibe, which I love. But I also love Tom and Jerry, and I'm interested to see how it turns out. Yeah. So uh, I'm going into it with the idea I may not like it, but I'm going to see it anyways. We'll go see that. So that's the movie for next week if you want to watch along right. with us. Do we have a date for Free Guy? The the movie that will be the quads <laughs> number one favorite movie of all I time. I still don't think there's a release date for that yet. Makes me really uh, sad. Or maybe actually, you know what? This just popped up when I searched for it. It says uh May twenty first. We have a date. So let's I, I go. Mean, dude, I'm so ready for that movie to be out. I just I I'm until I see it firm, like it's coming out. This is the day it's coming out. I don't want to get my hopes up until then. Right. Because yeah. they've moved everything so many times. All right. Let's do the hot take. Hot take! Hot take! <laughs> Were you going to try and do it? What just happened there? Josh's face right now. Just stepped all over his shit, man. What the hell? He's like cowering in the corner now. I was, like a dog. I was trying to hop him, you know. <laughs> wow, <Nice. laughs> that did not go as planned. Um, but here we are. Here Regardless. we are. All, yeah. right, all right, go and, ahead, Josh. And this is your hot take. So have at it. Yeah. So it it it's a it's a little bit of a different spin of a hot take than we normally do. We're not going to argue what is the best. We sort of are, but not, but in a weirder way. Um, after last week's pod, I kind of got hit with this idea of. If we had a time machine and you could go back to any year, what would you want to go back and see or do or experience or whatever? Um, I didn't really give a lot of clear 
details on uh, that. The time machine part kind of got lost in translation for some of us. So yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. In a second. So like I chose something that I was not alive for. There might've been people that chose stuff that was in their past, but it all works. It's all, it's all the same. So for me, we're, we're zeroing in on one specific year. And for me, I would go back to the year of our Lord, 1927. And here's why. So 1927 is post-pandemic roaring 20s. So everyone is just dressed That's to the right nines. after the Spanish flu. Uh-huh. So the, everyone's dressed to the nines. They're going out. This is pre-depression of 29. So we don't know what's coming yet. So everyone's just having a great time. Everyone's enjoying their lives. 1927 is the invention of the Model T car. It is the invention of the television the same year. It's also... The end of the silent film era. Oh, so in this, so in this moment in the world, there are all, especially in America, there are all sorts of possibilities. There's everything is changing. This feels like the stark industries fair where you're just like, what is the, there's so much new technology. Every, what is happening in our world? Everything seems possible. Jazz is the top genre of music. Everyone's Mm. just going to jazz clubs, just chilling out, listening to some Mm. jazz. And on a sports level, 1927 is the peak murderer's row for the New York Yankees. That 2017 team is awesome. So you want to dress up in the Roaring Twenties. You want to go out, have a great time, watch the babe in action. By the way, let's just go ahead and throw this out there. On top of all of that, he's talking about the Roaring Twenties, which became like a, a pretty much decade of just celebration and partying and friends trying to be together because we had just been through the 1918 global pandemic. Yep. It's a little bit. Of, <laughs> so you're saying 2022 is going to be just wild. Like to be out of it. Yeah. 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 So that is the year that I would pick. There's all of those factors. And especially as y'all know, and if people don't know me, New York is my favorite city in the world. So just New York in 1927 is probably one of the most magical places ever. So hmm. I would choose 1927. I like that. See why? <laughs> okay, well, so let's just jump right in on me while you guys are typing away. Um, I misunderstood this entirely, and I <laughs> thought you were talking about a year that I had lived that I would like to relive again. So, Which like, totally an, counts. An entire year that you would want to relive again of your life. Um, so mine is actually far more recent, uh, and it was actually 2015 just because not only was there a lot going on in my life, there was a lot going on in the world. There were just, you know, (laughs) great movies out. It was a a year of like complete normalcy touring wise things that I kind of miss in the past couple years. Right. And it was recent enough for a bunch of my catalog to be out there. It was the year that I'm coming over came out, which is like a huge moment in my career. The year we met was really special. It's the, the year I moved met. to Nashville. So again, <laughs> lots of like things with my friends, lots of things in my life, lots of things in music that really just had me feeling in a really great place for a lot of different reasons. Um, so if I was going to go and live a year again, it would be 2015. Like that was just a really, really good year for my family, you know, my my niece had come into the world not too long ago. She was happy, healthy. Everybody was good. Um, my family was good. You know, that was a time where I was writing 
constantly and, and feeling like everything was clicking. Um, a lot like now, but just a different, a different time. And, uh, yeah, that was a year that I would, I would go back and relive. Now, if you wanted me to pick a year, I'm doing a little bit of Ryan right now on a pivot. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that year would be, but it would probably be somewhere in the eighties. Okay. Uh, so that I could go, uh, see Keith Whitley play. Totally. And I, and it means that much to me like that, that era of country music, not just him. Some of the people that are, are not around anymore that I never got a chance to really go see in person. Um, and even in uh, you know other genres and rock and pop that that passed away before I was old enough to appreciate it, but I love their music now. It would probably be that for me to be able to go see some of that music, because let's be honest, that's a huge part of my life. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Brian. I love that. So I put some thought into this, and I originally had thought, okay, maybe I can go relive a year of my own too. What would that be? And I think just off the top of my head, two thousand three would probably be it given the heat's title that year that was pre that was pre no it was it was pre social media like i like i liked that like what you didn't like 2003 they didn't win in 03 yeah they did yeah they did they won in 2003 Dwayne Wade Shaq isn't that 06 oh yeah it was 06 <laughs> 2003, though, was the Marlins, the year the Marlins oh won the World Series. Wow. So I mean, I'm going back I, the to the whole time. And by the way, you know why I knew that off the top of my head is because I was thinking about when I signed my record deal, which was 06. And I remember watching them win because I was doing something for the label. So that's <laughs> not the year I want to go back to. I'm going to go back to the year I actually want to go back to. <laughs> it's incredible. Wow. I remember Josh Beckett in the last out of the World Series in 2003. Okay. The year I want to go back to is 1933. And that was specifically in December of 1933, which was when Prohibition was repealed uh, in the U.S. And the reason I say this is because... <laughs> so you, Ryan wanted to get his drink. You think the priorities. 1920s was, was rocking? You, I'll tell you what. December of 1933 must have been a heck of a time. They were all the poor town. because of the Depression. Man, I don't care. All right? People were out. They were excited to legally drink again. I want to go to 1933 just to experience what that was like out on the town. Also, the first Krispy Kreme opened in 1933 in Nashville, Tennessee. Did you know that? Krispy Kreme opened. I feel like he Googled one year and just... No, I I want to go back to when Prohibition ended and speakeasies were a thing. Like, I love speakeasies. Like, I would love to just, like... Do you want to go back 70 years before the Heat won their first title? (laughs) In 2003. (laughs) 2003 would have been three years before the Heat won their title. By the way, the first nude scene in a mainstream movie happened in uh, 1933. So to be clear, you want booze and nude movies and scenes. nude movies. And you could buy Betty Crocker's cookbook for the first time in 1933. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. Okay. Bear, what was your year? So I had a hard time deciding. So I didn't pick the exact year, but it can be a, in that time frame, like era, I guess you could say. So originally I was going with the Roaring Twenties. Because it was, they were celebrating after the war. So there it is. That's the, both you and Josh kind of had the same idea. Right. But I would much rather along the same line, they, this was right after a war. They were celebrating life after it, but the 1950s solely based on Greece. <laughs> so just that sort of like culture. Yes. The dancing, okay. the music, the cars, the style, everything about it. Like I'm just that. like, I would love to live through the era of Greece and 
it would be so much fun. I just want to go to you just dance want and put like poodle skirts on. Yeah, and skirts just, and twirl. Yeah, and ride in those nice cars and drag race and all the fun and stuff. And pull up to a Sonic. <laughs> so I want early 80s because of the music scene. You want 50s because of the vibe and the clothes and the cars, the movie, Grease. You want Roaring 20s. Roaring 20s. And Ryan wants after the Great Depression. <laughs> When everyone just needs a drink because they just got, they just went through it. It's a whale of a time, I'm sure. You know, down on Broadway, 1933, <laughs> December 5th, actually. Okay. Um, 2003 was a great year, too, when the Marlins won the World <laughs> Series. Now, let me tell you, man. And the, was, heat, the heat won there. Hey, nope. okay. uh, you know what? Like, he missed the year by three years. I missed the entire point of this whole thing. I don't know if I can make that much fun of him, but. Uh, that is all we have for this week. So good to see you, Ryan. Glad you're here in person. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to the Quad with Chris Young. I'm Chris from Ryan, Josh, and Haley. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, in my defense, in 2003, they drafted Dwayne Wade. Is that better? That's I, okay, right? Can I? Can I? The, spur, the Spurs I, won in 03. Just because it was off the top of my head, I just looked this up. You said 1933, right? Uh huh. That was technically still in the Great Depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's like a lot the, of drunk if you people look running up around. The, the time period <laughs> from 1929 to 1933. Yeah. A lot of homeless drunk people. Go on Broadway. Go on Broadway. You'll go live it. Just, yeah, it's a, just fringe. after, just but that, it's still yeah, it's true. still pretty pretty deep. Oh man! <laughs> hey, also fun fact about that year: the Chicago Bears won the Stanley Cup. <laughs>